This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. I'm Paul Kenny, live from the laundry room. And Bogart's on assignment. Maybe he's going to be tracking down some of his uh, Halloween uh, costume. It's Halloween. A little bit of history of Halloween. We sometimes don't we forget um, how some of the old 1940s um, stuff in your basement was scary. But it might be scary high prices. That might be part of it. We're going to be talking today about uh, Chief Boutique and some of the stuff they're doing. And we're going to be talking about a million-dollar comic book that sold last week. And... We're going to be the normal stuff. Uh, we're, this is a store. This is a show where I'm pretty smart to start with, and I'm looking to get smarter. So I need your input. I need your questions. You can call me at 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Now, it's too late to sell a Halloween item. You find one in your basement from the 1940s or 50s for this year, but it's never too soon to start. So we have, if you've got any questions on, I don't know, toys. Toys is a biggie, eh? Um, decorations, things that you've put away for 25 years in your garage or in your attic. Music, autographs, um, dishes. A lot of people, you call up a lot of these downsizers, they're going to say, you know, we don't handle this. We do. We have a spot, 13,000 square feet, at 5 St. Regis Crescent North. We're still setting it up. I mean, we finally got the Bell people to come in. They finally did their job. I mean, I wish they would have more people doing their jobs, installing and taking care of my telephone than they have doing the advertising. They've got great advertising, but I don't know if they really back it up with the other stuff. Their service is terrible. And I'm going to say this. I was so frustrated. I mean, after 14 calls, I, I had to give up. I had to give it to someone else to do. So I'm not a big fan of Bell. Now, I want they own this station. No, they don't. Moses does. So, uh, Art. Furniture, rugs, sewing machines, scrapbooks. The lady there, these, uh, it was yesterday, as it all melds together. Are these worth anything? Well, I'm saying there's no such thing as bad products, just bad pricing. But old scrapbooks, you got to, you sold one scrapbook out of the 1930s, you got $600 for it. I mean, I'm not saying everyone's going to be like that, but they're going to be worth, they're worth more than throwing away. Uh, photos, albums, old toys. Photos especially, uh, sometimes we forget, and I know there's vast, like Toronto town, rich in history. I want to keep that history. I want to be able to sell that history, make money off some of it, but I want to maintain it. 
if I save it, and I don't get a chance to sell it, but just save a bit of history, I'm okay with that. We have a lot of stuff going on here with that. Now, like I said, you can call through 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. And again, last night, Halloween, that means the grandparents take care of the grandkids while the kids go out and party. And we had two of ours today. I mean, um, they said they'll be asleep by uh, 8 o'clock. My kids lied to me. Uh, the kids were up at 10 o'clock. They said they will sleep until 9. They lied to me again. One was up at 6 in the morning and just saying, Grandpa, Grandpa, baby shark, baby shark. You know, it's like, what the heck's going on? But and you can't tell them. You can't tell them, no, this is important, uh, that you let Grandpa sleep. Uh, they just don't seem to understand this. Like trying to tell us, you know, it's like um, trying to tell my dog not to wake me up when I want to go, when he wants to go for a walk. So, and we're going to go to Rick. I know Rick wants to talk to us. We're going to have some other people calling us today. But like I said, if you want to know about something or how to get rid of it, or you have a story about Halloween, or you've got a story about grandkids, I'm, 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 this is like a free-for-all Sunday. It's Halloween. I'm in that kind of mood. Okay. So, Rick, how are we doing out there? What's up? Things are going great, Paul. How are you? I Like I said, I had a very um, interesting night where my grandkids have got a lot of energy, and I'm finding out that I don't. <laughs> well, you know what? I do want to wish everybody a happy and safe Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of kids are excited about seeing or going out for Halloween for the first time in a couple of years. So, and, uh, you know, a shout out to all the drivers to be extra careful tonight when they're out. Uh, what I did want to talk about, Paul, is that there's never been a better time to sell one's home. We're in full swing uh, right in the middle of the fall market. Uh, but it's a big problem, Paul. There's, there's this huge shortage of homes. So when, and when you have a short supply of homes, guess what? Prices are high. So it's a great time to give us a call and, and for us to come in, give you a market evaluation on your home, because there's never, ever in the history of selling homes has there been a better time. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about, Paul, was we're actually looking for, and you know, because this particular type of home is in high demand, what we're looking for are homes that need to be renovated, homes that need work. There's a high demand by buyers for homes that need extensive work, minor work, major work. That's okay. Uh, don't be afraid, you know, because sometimes people think, oh, my goodness, you know, what am I going to get for my house? Look at all the work it needs. No, that couldn't be further from the truth. We are specifically looking because we have buyers who are ready to buy homes that need work because, you know, they're going to go in, they're going to put the money into it, they're going to do what they're going to do. And, you know, believe it or not, Paul, even houses with lots of work required are still getting over a million dollars. So if you're sitting on a piece of property, uh, and you know, whether you haven't touched it in 40, 50 years, that's okay. Don't worry about it. That kind of home is in high demand. Um, I wouldn't be worried even if it needed major work because don't forget Paul, you're going to go in there Rick, and you're going to do what you. Wait a minute, Rick. Yes. Have you, have you ever been in a house, living in a house, when this major work was going on? It is right. not a lot of fun. Yeah. That's not fun at all. You it, know, it, that's what we, people say. Yeah. Well, I'm going to fix up my house and then I'll sell it. You know something? And how do you know that the person wants that size of a bedroom or they want the walls to be green or they want a, uh, a bar in the basement? People say, oh, people want this. It's money sometimes you won't get back. And it's this like, is true. 
it's always a huge gamble. And, you know, it, it's a bit risky because you, you might renovate a house, spend 200000 and the buyer is going to look at it and say, well, I would have done it that way, and walk yeah. away and not pay the extra 300 that the person may want for the house. So often a pre-renovated home is best. You go in, Paul, and you get that house sale ready. So we're going to make it look the best we can anyways. You know, we're going to offer suggestions. We'll, we'll clean the place up, clean the place out. Uh, you know, if you have existing furniture that we think will work, we'll use that to stage it. Otherwise, if absolutely necessary, if you've already done some, some renovation, we don't mind helping out with that as well. Uh, we're here to get you as much money as possible for that house. You know, we've done it many, many times, Paul. We always get more money than the one down the street got consistently. And the reason we do that is we bring more people to the table. Uh, we expose that house to more people. And that's, that, you know, it's not rocket science. We said often it's just that we do things that other realtors just don't do or other downsizers don't do. Well, no, they stick a sign in the, in the dry, in the, on the lawn and they walk away to the next one so they can stick a sign in the lawn instead exactly. of working it. You've got to work it. I know some, I don't want to judge or generalize or profile right. people in one. Yeah, but that's what I'm doing, aren't I? No, yeah. okay, go yeah. on, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I get it. You know, and sometimes people will tend to use their local agent. They'll, they'll use a, a family member or they'll use a, a, an uncle or a friend of a friend of a friend, that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm sure they're pretty, pretty good agents. That's great. But they can't do what we do. They don't do what we do. Uh, we just bring more people to the table. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's overwhelming. And, Paul, I've seen what you've done. And I've been so impressed. Not only do you get that house ready for sale, but then once it's sold, you get that house ready for delivery, as we say in the business, you know, to the next owner. And that house is left spick and span. Uh, every, every, every speck of dust and dirt is removed. All the furniture is removed. Even the backyards are cleaned up so that when the new owner comes in, the seller can rest assured that they don't have to worry that the house was taken care of for sale ready so that they don't get a phone call. Hey, what about this? What about that? Uh, Paul, we yeah. take this business very serious and we like to do the best we possibly can for our buyers. We get them more money and we get that house ready because you know why, Paul? We take the stress out of selling their home. So I'm going to give you my phone number because, you know, we, we want to get this number out there because I'm sure there are people sitting on properties right now just don't know what to do. Give us a call. We'll help them through every step of the way. Uh, Rick DeBacco, Royal LePage, Real Estate Professionals. Uh, and I can be reached at 416-258-3972. You know, that's, you know what you just said rings true because I have a um, close relative. Got a house. Mm -hmm. I keep on talking about this one in Brussels, Ontario. Positive okay. cash flow. Someone could just move. It's got four apartments and two stores. That's right. And it's selling for it's unbelievable money. It's selling for under $700,000. Wow. Number one, it's available immediately. There's one apartment they just wanted to be rented, but I think it's producing $4,300 a month. Wow. And without the two stores. So if someone wanted to move out of Toronto, and have a pro property that was actually making the money every uh -huh. month. And people looking in Toronto trying to scrimp and scrounge. It's, it's, it's a really, because you say it's, it's a seller's market, not a buyer's market. Because people right. get you have to over, not overpay, but you've got to pay to get a place in Toronto. And, and a this lot. one, because it's yeah. outside Toronto. And, I mean, I'm only here because of my grandkids. 
if they spend another night like last night, I might not be here for my grandkids anymore. <laughs> so, but no, but the thing is, and something like that, I can't believe it's because he's not getting Toronto money out there. That's and I, I, I talk to him, he's, he's you know, sometimes you can, you can leave him to the water, but you can't make him drink. I said, yeah, yeah, no one money knows for this. Sale, but no one knows for the sale, right? Well, I'm sure a lot of people from so Toronto would be grateful. In the, you know, in the self, looking at the sale yeah. When you sell it, it stays sold. Yeah. Because you cross all your T's and dot all your I's. And you have me in the background. Last week, like I said, remember that thing with the fence? Yeah. Uh, right at the very last moment, I said, no, we can take it out. You did it. We worked for you. And we took the fence out, and everything went through smooth. It was one of the But my point is, even after the fact, we make sure that the house stays sold. And we're getting the money for the stuff in your house that you can't use anymore. A lot of right. people are moving from the McMansion in Toronto or even a smaller condo, or sometimes they're moving out of town, and they can mm-hmm. take everything with them. But That's a lot right. of times, you've had this collection for 40 years, and we know, we know how hard it is to get rid of your collections. But your kids don't want it. They don't, they want, don't want your want furniture. It. They want your cash, the kids, <laughs> and they want your house. Cash is always good. Turn yeah. it into cash. They yeah. want your gold because they can turn that into cash. Yeah. But they don't want your sometimes the war medals, which I think is a shame, or your picture, or your favorite uh, silver tea set. You know, they mm-hmm. want or the furniture. Try and give your kids your furniture. You must be trying to shoot them. But oh yeah, it's me, the worst thing you can do. But there are people who want it. Plus, yeah. we donate to stuff. You know, some of the stuff should be donated. Not donated to things like uh, Valley Village, because that's not a charity, but going right. right to the right hands. We're trying to work with the Rotary Club or the Lions Club so that your charitable donation, which you can get a tax receipt for, actually goes to the right place. Like, a lot of people think these boxes. You know those boxes that are on the streets? Mm-hmm. I know we've got culture. Um those boxes are on the streets, and they say they're by certain companies and stuff. Most of that stuff, they take the contents of in that box, and they sell it to a guy who's going to sell it to uh, Africa, right. to a yeah. dealer who's going to bring it to Africa or the mm-hmm. Caribbean. It's mm-hmm. not going to a charity. Right. Okay? This is what they don't understand. You want? I mean, I'm not looking to handle our clothes. It's a lot of work. But I am be. looking... Or if you want to, if you're wanting to give do a charitable job, deed, make sure it's a charitable deed, not just the easiest way out. But Rick, right. thanks for calling. And Happy like Halloween. I said, we're going to. Um, I know there's a shortage of houses out there, and people don't realize, and they don't realize that if they call me tomorrow, no, like yeah. Tuesday, that yeah. we can have their house cleaned out, their stuff for sale, and their house sold within two weeks. And right. it isn't when it sells. So what am I going to do over Christmas? You can stay until Christmas. You That's close right. it after Christmas. I don't they're care when it they're, they're, The idea is to get the yeah. money now because if they raise interest rates, I don't know what's going to happen to the house. We don't know. None of us have a crystal ball. No. I'm not a financial advisor, and I'm reminded every day why I shouldn't be one. Thanks, exactly. Rick. I will talk to you later. Perfect. Happy Halloween to you and everyone else, too. Great. Thanks. Happy ha- How can be happy Halloween? Yeah, if you see the smiling faces of the kids, it's a happy Halloween. Yes. Okay. We're also, I'm going to get to uh, Barbara in a minute, but I want to talk about, we're going to be talking about, talking to Barbara and from Cambridge, and we're going to be talking about um, 
the Sports Card Expo, which is coming back. So, and I forgot to tell you, next week you got to hang on and listen to the whole show today because we're going to be giving away another $50 gift certificate from the Cheese Boutique. You're going to have to listen a bit today, and so you know what to call in next week, and we'll be giving it away next week. But right now, a couple of friends to the show. Um, we're going to take a couple words from them, and you can call us back, and we'll be right back. Bye. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins. We're back. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes and Storage Wars Canada and Risky Business. Can't seem to keep a job, I guess. Um, and this is a call-in show. We get to call in and ask about your writings. Plus, I'm going to try and give you some information. I'm going to try and help you sell your writings. I'm going to tell you what they're worth. You don't have to sell them through us. But we like we always say, when you're selling something, get two opinions on it. The second part of this uh, advice is to take the higher opinion, the higher price. Okay, we're going to, I'm going to get to um, Barbara in a minute, but I want to talk about the Sports Card Expo. It's back. This is the Sports Card Expo. is up at the International Center. It's for hockey cards. And you don't even have to go there. They have packs. You can do a lot online if you want to. But if you want to go, they've got, I don't know, it's 30,000 square feet. They haven't given me any information yet. But I've seen it. I know that Daryl Sittler is going to be there. I know that Jesse, Jesse Barfield is going to be there. You know, a lot of people don't realize, I named my firstborn after Jesse, Bar- Jesse Barfield, which um, ended up being Jessica. But... I mean, it's good that my favorite ball player wasn't Lloyd. She would have been really bad. But uh, Lloyd Mosby, but Jesse, a really nice person. He's going to be there. Uh, Bobby Hull's going to be there. Norm Allman's going to be there. You can go to the list. We're going to be talking about it over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have um, 
uh, Steve, uh, who runs it next week in an interview. And you're going to have to know about this because if you want the $50 gift certificate from uh, uh, Cheese Boutique, it's going to be tied into the Sports Card Expo. Now, oh, yeah, Bret Hart is going to be there, the Hitman Hart. And it's going to be all, there's going to be a lot of dealers. But a lot, some of the stuff you can do online. You can just go to the Sports Card Expo 2021, and it'll show you how you can get some of the stuff on-site pricing, or you can get it signed in advance. Everything will be guaranteed, and you can buy your autographs in advance, or you can just show up. Because all the times they're going to be there, but and they can do the mail orders. But it's the Sports Card Expo. It is going to be November. i got to go to the top here. Uh, there it is. It is um, 11 days to countdown. Started, um, it starts on November 10th to the 14th, so it's two weeks from now. Sports Card Expo up at the International Center. You can call me or you can call down there if you need any more information. They're really, really busy. It's the first show in years. Okay. Now, Barbara in Cambridge, how you doing? Hi. Fine, thank you. How can I help you? I have um, started getting rid of stuff, hopefully, out of my china cabinet. Two items I've first started with are punch bowls. Um, One is uh, the pinwheel uh, lead crystal, and the other one, I'm not sure what design it is, but it is lead crystal. They both have lids. One has uh, six uh, little glasses, and the other one has eight. Okay. Uh, ask the family. Nobody's interested in them. Uh, my granddaughter said she could put them or sell them however she does online or whatever that is. Um, but how much do I want for them? Well, I have absolutely no idea. So I thought I would maybe question you regarding these, whether there is any demand for them anymore. I know times well, have changed. A punch bowl is only as good as the punch you put in it. So I don't know how good a punch you're putting in it. But, <laughs> you know. So if we're going this now, the silver plate punch bowls we're selling right now. I think they go between one forty nine and one ninety nine. You've got glass ones now. Here's these the are thing. these are crystal, yeah. Lead crystal now, but there's different types. Now, a lot of people. I'm going to say this because they can tell you. There's what's called lead crystal. Then there'll be crystal that is made in the seventies and eighties, where it looks like it's cut, but it's really not. And then you've got what's called early American pressed glass, okay? Mm-hmm. The early American pressed glass was a cheaper lead crystal. It looks like it. To the, un- the uninitiated, it will look like it. But I'm going to go, here's a couple things you can do. When you're lifting up your cut glass, you want to know how good it is? When you lift it up, it'll generally, on the parts that are cut, it'll be sharp to your hand. Not, not the point of really hurting. But you'll know you're lifting up something that is not smooth, Okay. And your punch bowl the same way. You lift it in two hands, and it hurts your hands, but then it's probably a good cut crystal. And a bowl like that would take about 30, 40 hours to make in 1900. Right. Now, they're worth money because generally they're made by the manufacturers. Back then, um, your Burks or your uh, Ashley's or stuff like that, they sold sterling, silver plate, and cut crystal. Cut crystal used to be and extravagance. Not every house had it. Uh-huh. So that's why we have copies. Now, the pressed glass, if you lift it up in your hands, it'll be smooth to the touch. It'll seem like everything's the same, but and look, and the designs are very similar. If you, to my eye, I can tell right away. But to the uninitiated, 
they'll say, no, that looks like this. And I'm saying, no, that's pressed glass. If it happens to be pressed glass, it's going to be worth about $20. A lot of them, people had punch bowls back then. People well, like this one was sent actually to us by my um, sister-in-law from <laughs> Germany um, <laughs> back when we were first getting married, which was in 1960. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's pretty good quality. <laughs> um, okay. Like I say, she shipped it all the way from Germany for us. This other one, I can't recall where I got it, but I think it was an anniversary. Again, I'm pretty sure it's a good quality, but here's who. Oh, no, I'm not, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just trying to tell people, because there's other people listening, and they're saying, you know, I never know if, my, if it was really good or really bad. Yeah. If it came from Germany, it probably came from Czechoslovakia. Okay. Okay. So they would have done some of the best cut. They had some of the best cut glass. Okay. Um, even the, um, a lot of the crystal that comes right now comes from them. Okay. Right. Now, right. here's the difference: is the stuff out of the '70s was sold for a lot of money in. Uh, um, I don't. Know, it's hard to explain. I wish I was a TV show right now. I want to have a TV show because <laughs> I'd be able to show this. But what they did was they would make a blank. This is the thing you actually cut it on. Uh-huh. And what most of the cuts would have been pre-done, and an apprentice or someone would just make spend ten minutes cutting your bowl, and then put it into a package and send it on to North America. Okay. Right. There's the other stuff. Like I said, these bowls in the turn of the century, it would take a, a skilled craftsman twenty hours to cut it wow. and to cut it right. You've wow. all seen the Waterford crystal. That was the stuff out there. Those, those things were actually. Take time. The Chinese can't copy it right now. Uh, okay. I swear that a glass of whiskey tastes better out of a good glass than, yeah. than one made out of wild. Well, I've got some Stuart, uh, I think it's a Stuart called Stuart Crystal as well. Oh, One's Stuart, a wine decanter no, and there's English. a couple canisters. Yeah. No, um, Stuart is English. you got Edinburgh Crystal. There's a lot of cut yeah. crystal places over there in England. And um, Czechoslovakia um, and like Moser Glass. Um it would be um, uh, this stuff would it, it cost more back then. Back to rock glass, St. Louis glass. This stuff back then would have cost you one week's pay for one glass. Wow. Okay. Wow. So yeah. this is where the difference. And but what's happened now is that a lot of this stuff out of the '60s. And we're going to talk about silver plate later on. It was given as gifts. You never used it. You probably haven't used the punch bowl. Um, uh, a couple times. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, good, yeah. good, good. So what's happening now is that when we go to houses, is that that will be kept in a place of esteem and you'll still have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And where you would get rid of, oh, this, this old comic book that's worth nothing, you threw it away. Right. And I'm just saying that a comic book last week at the sports at the Fan Expo sold for $1 million. Wow. Wow. And it was from 1961. So okay. it's not really advisable for my granddaughter to try and sell these because I don't know. Oh, no, we can sell them. We can take them on consignment. That's I'm what I'm going to suggest. Is it better to bring it to you right and now. have them assessed then? Pardon? Rather than my granddaughter trying to sell them online or whatever she's trying to do. Like she took pictures. Well, you know something. Online, here's the problem though online is the packaging of it. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, if you've got a lot of stuff, it can make a difference. But unless you're an expert at packaging, we have a whole packaging section because we ship stuff all around the world. Right. And very seldom does it get broken. And But 
rather than those, you might have some cups and saucers that you were given as a bridal shower yeah. back in 1960. Okay. If they're Ainsley or Paragon, they can be up to, we saw an Ainsley one last week for $7,900. Oh. One cup, one saucer, probably made about 1950. Huh. And that's why I want to impress upon that because some people are getting some of these downsizes into their houses and they haven't got a clue what they're doing. You know, they, I guess they do, but they're not giving the people the right price. Right. But a cup and saucer, they're saying your china, your set of old country roses is worth $500, $600. And one cup and saucer by Ainsley or Paragon, mm -hmm. you find that by looking at the bottom of the cup, Right. Is worth that kind of money. Yeah. And this is why you might be spending your money on the punch bowl. And that's okay because you're not going to use it. But you're probably not going to use the cup and saucer. And if you get $2,000 or $500 or $300 for it, you're going to be very, very happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. but there's never, you're never going to use it again. And the secret to this is, I know people listening, is right now, when you have a cup and saucer, look inside the bowl. Yeah. And I can't overemphasize this. The more white you see, the less it's worth. But if you have one with a great big fruit or a great big cabbage rose and you have cobalt or blue or gold, I don't even care what the other color is as long as it's not white. Okay. Any other color can be worth a lot of money. Okay. And we can handle the sale for you. We're very good. People trust us. But what you want to do, go on eBay. Look up Ainsley. Go look up Paragon. Look up cup and saucer and see if you got any of these. I'm not, maybe I'm not going to get the, the business now, but I'd rather you get your full price because you actually own it than someone coming into your house and offering you $10 for a $2,500 cup and saucer. Okay? So would you advise that I bring package these up very well and bring them down to you? You can, but give me pictures first. Okay. Because if you're from Cambridge, I don't want to spend a lot of money, you know, like, there's other things that we can help if you're downsizing. Okay. We're looking for houses. If you have a house in Cambridge, yeah, I, know. I want to meet you. There's <laughs> oh, a lot of you who want to move to Cambridge. <laughs> but your, silver, your costume jewelry, you know, it's one of every three collections of costume jewelry that comes in here, or even people donate to some of these other places, has gold and silver in it. Yeah, We keep on saying this to people. Oh, I've checked it. My brother-in-law is an expert. He checked it. And I check it, and I find the gold and silver. Right. Was one day there was, there was a church group. They were about to put it in a sale, and I think we gave them $1,500, and they thought it was going to be worth $200. Wow. Mm. And I get it. And this is where I'm trying to help people who are downsizing. I know I go over this and say, oh, I've heard this before. But the problem with the downsizing is that you don't know. We're experts. And as smart as you are, you're probably smart in a whole lot of other stuff. Well, that's that's why I'm calling do. it because I, as I say, I don't want to just sell it if it has more value than what you know. Because I have absolutely no idea the worth of it. Like yeah, no, no, the Pinwell one, which I'm pictures, sure is a, a very good quality one. Out, everyone should copy this number down. Okay. Um, my store number is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. No thanks to Bell. I'll say that for next year. <laughs> right. And uh, our our our. Um, Email is T. We're going to get a short one soon. T. Gold Silver Coins with an S at gmail.com. You can send me on pictures. I can't get back to them. I don't get back for a couple of days. Okay. We are pretty busy getting set up for the new store. Sure. But I do get back to everyone. And with the bad news or the good news, I try and get back to you. Okay? 
So you say I should email you or send you pictures? Yeah. If I can, and that's to this, did you say T, gold and silver? Yeah, yeah the letter T, like T for Tom. Yeah. Gold, silver coins. Right. At gmail.com. At gmail. You're not going to use it today. You're going to use it later. Or you think you're going to downsize, it, downsize next year. I don't even know why people wait. You know, once you've made the decision, just go with it. Well, I'm you just know. starting the little stuff at the time. I'm not planning on moving, but I just thought, okay, all this stuff is sitting around. It's going to be a big job for somebody at some point. So let's <laughs> start now. You know what we're doing is recycling. And I bet you a lot of people could use a punch bowl before Christmas. Because now this Christmas, we're going to see our family. Right. I'm confident that we're going to have a big Christmas all the way around. We're a giant-sized recycler at our place and at Southworks Antique Mall. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be stuff like that. And I think... Punch bowls, you'll see them there for $20, $30, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, like I said, is the shipping, okay? I'm sorry. Thank you very much. I missed that. And I'm out, you know, that's our way of checking. You're in Cambridge. You can go to um, Cambridge, Southworks Antique Mall. Right. Which is at 73 Water Street. Right. And they'll give you some ideas there. Oh, you okay. Might, you might buy something, or you'll see the prices that they want on it there. And you can see what you can do, okay? Okay, very good. Well, thank you for your help. You're welcome. Okay, have a good day. Yes, I always do. (laughs) So I want people to call at uh, 416-360-0740. Our out-of-town number, people like in Cambridge or Ajax or Barry, is 866-740-4740. That was a true story about the $1 million comic book selling last week. Um, and that was in someone's basement. Someone found it. They found something probably worth more than their house. And they sold it. And that's what we work on. And we don't work on the same percentages that some of these other places work on. Uh, a lot of people say, well, if I'm selling a million-dollar book and where the, the auction house wants 40%, that means they're getting 400000 no, we don't work on those. We Our advice is a little cheaper than that. We want to make money. We don't want to do it that way. <coughs> so this is now the time for the cheese boutique. I was down there this week. Oh. You know, I want you to call as well. While, while I'm talking about the cheese boutique, get your fingers on the phone and call me back. Cheese boutique. I was down there, and what, a, what an operation. I can't overemphasize it. Um, they've got, uh, they still do the free delivery. I had to check on things. So I was saying stuff that was still true. Okay. Now I'm thinking, you know, suppose that hard to get gift, <coughs> excuse me, that hard to get gift. You've got someone who's German. You've known for 40 years. You've given them Christmas a gift every year, but now you want to make up a gift basket, maybe with a, a German cheese in it, where you got someone from Italy. And you want to make up something special. Makes it look like you thought about them. You want something special that they wouldn't go out and get on themselves. The Cheese Boutique is the best cheese spot in Toronto for sure that I know of. I haven't been to. There might be a cheese place in Vancouver I don't know about. But in Toronto, it's the best. It's at 45 Ripley Avenue. That's at South Kingsway, uh, just down by the Lakeshore. Now, they also, you can call them up. They have a website. And you can order the stuff in advance. You can custom make gift baskets with the cheese. If you want one that's got Italian cheese and prosciutto and other sauces and stuff, you can make it. And that makes it, you know, that's that little special 
gift that you want to give to these. You want to give some. You think they have everything, and the cheese is something a little bit special there. I've been down there. I was amazed. It's all top quality. It is, and they've got knowledgeable staff. You don't know what you're doing. They do, and. You should go down there earlier and planning a gift gift basket. I thought about it. So what if you don't know what to do? And they said, we got these gift baskets. <clears throat> you can make them. They have some made up, but you can make a custom-made gift basket. We all know the ones you get with the four-year-old sausage and stuff like that that people put together, and they make 400 of them. They make the custom ones, and I guarantee that the person who gets it will ask you where you got it. You don't have to tell them ahead of time that you're going down there because then they'll lose the surprise. But right afterwards, they're going to say, where did you get that gift basket? And you're going to say, Cheese Boutique in Toronto, 45 Ripley, and the phone number. <coughs> Excuse me. They're, going to be, they're taking pills, and they keep on making me cough. 416-762-6292. Now, they have, they have the cheeses there. They have the staff there. And they can do – they'll – a lot of your gift ideas because some of the shelves I mean you want to buy some electronic toy that's not a toy it doesn't have to be a toy I'm thinking about adults because most five-year-olds don't like cheese they got a choice between Lego and cheese they're going to go for the Lego but other people that you've had that hard to buy for a gift or we all know we like to give ourselves gifts the cheese boutique would be a place to get a perfect gift for yourself and while you're there you might get something from somebody else 416-762-6292. You can look them up online. they got a whole website. gives you their hours, all that stuff. They're a place of spick and span, except for when you walk in, there's a the smell of cheese. God, I love that smell. Okay. And our number here is 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-47. Four zero. So we're going to talk to, oh, Joan. Joan in Toronto. How you doing, Joan? How can I help you? Very well. Thank you, Paul. Um, I'm wondering about <laughs> the value of a Hudson Bay blanket. And I'm all, amazing. I'll give I'm you everything I want to know first. Before you right, start okay, a Hudson Bay blanket, um, a Pyrex clear glass double boiler with a lid, and okay. a Pyrex clear glass teapot with lids, two of them, and I also have a three round bowls, small, medium, and large Pyrex in the green and white pattern, and then I've got Corningware in the blue cornflower design with glass lids, and then cornflower, I mean Corningware with pan, the pansy pattern, pink, yellow, and blue pansies, and then three of them with the glass lids of the Spice of Life, and also Corningware Blue Cornflower Teapot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a no, mouthful, no, isn't it? No, the, corning, the Corningware is very, very popular right now. And here's another thing. It's almost getting to the point on some of them. You can sell them. They're like the like, – I'm going to digress for a minute here. Someone brings me in an Ainsley cup and saucer and it's all that I say it has to be with the cabbage rolls. We normally don't, we can buy it from people, but we'd rather them do it on consignment because it's inexact science. And the same thing with the Corningware and the Pyrex wear. It's very hot right now. 
Um, and some of the best information is what I get online. And eBay will give me, I use eBay to match up my patterns and see where they are now. When you, it depends on when did you get this out of the 60s or is this more modern? I'm sorry? When did you get the Corningware? Uh, it'd be around the 70s. 70s is still good. 60s is better. You don't happen to have the boxes that came in the packaging? No. People actually still want that. But the Corningware is all over the map, anywhere from $40, $50. I mean, that's if you're going to buy bowls. Um, right up to, and people use it. And right up, you can't put in the dishwasher, though. It'll make the colors fade. Right up to five to $4,000. Okay. For some of this. So what we have to do, I probably need pictures tomorrow at um, T, gold, silver, coins, at Gmail, so I can see the pictures and make sure they're the same. And that would be the place I can do this during the week because it's hard for me. I try and do with vis- what I can do over the radio. But some stuff has to be visual. Mm-hmm. Like again, another case where I want a TV show, and I'd be able to show all this Corningware, and a lot of people be informed because it's stuff sitting up in a cupboard you haven't used it in thirty years, or it's in the basement, or the garage, or the attic. Some of my favorite rooms in the house, and you haven't used it because that old thing. And how many times we've used that? I don't want to use that old thing. I want something new. I want something made in China. <coughs> That would be your best bet on this. And But the other sites I go to, like I say, I ID my patterns right off of eBay. It's tedious, and we go through it on there. We would be the people who would help you sell it because we describe it right. And the packaging of this stuff is very important. I mean, you have to have the bubble in between because it looks, Corningware is virtually indestructible, unless it runs into another piece of Corningware, and then it can break. So... What we want to do is package it right on the shipping. If you call me tomorrow in our store, 905-737-4653, I can help you. Especially if you send me the pictures, we'll tell you what we can get on some of the items. And we're going to have in our store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4, we're going to have a giant silver plate section for people who actually want to buy it, a giant corningware and kids kitchenware section for people who want to buy it. We're just not open for another week or so, okay? Okay. So either way, now, if you don't want to ship it, well, we don't, we'll buy the corningware, or we can do it on consignment, or in some cases, if you've got a really good piece, put it into auction. Let the market decide, okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Give me a call tomorrow. Okay, thanks very much. Okay, bye. Bye. <coughs> Excuse me. Now we're going to go to we're going to get back to Lynn, Sony Creek, and Lauren in a minute after we get a couple messages from the ship, from friends of the show. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. 
Place over a hundred vendors, one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Live from the laundry room, we're back. I'm Paul Kenny. My number in the is 7647-298-8989. Don't call me now, because live from the laundry room, this is one of my technical pieces of, of uh, equipment I'm using. You have to call me after the show, or you call me tomorrow, or you send me pictures. Before I go on to the calls, because I, I keep on missing this, we need, because of our expansion, we need workers. We need people who want to list at home. We make it very easy. You can work in the store or you can work at your home. We need listers who want to work part-time. I need listers who want to work full-time. I need listers who want to work at, or people who want store staff and helping with selling stuff in the store and setting up our store, which is going to be one of the nicest consignment shops in Canada. I hope it will be, but I'm prejudiced. But we, you can call us at the store. You say, I'd like to have a job. You want to work part-time. You want to work one day a week. I'm okay with that. You want to work five days a week. I'm okay with that. I just want to work. But we're paying competitive amounts. Okay, not every... If you're working at home, it's a little less. But if you're working in the store, we know it takes a little bit of time to get there. Our store is up by York University, by the Finch and Keel area. Okay. So if you're in that area, it's easy to get to. If you live in Hamilton, it might be a little bit longer. You might be working from home. But I'd like to get some calls. If somebody wants to get some extra money before Christmas, we're there. And we need people to help us with it. Uh, we have found that have this big store is taking a little bit of time. You'll also be, if you work in the store, you're going to find out how we do the authentication of things like you know, Chanel, Gucci, Jimmy Choo, David Yerman, Bulgari, Tiffany. Just sold a Tiffany piece today. Uh, Burberry, Breitling, Rolex. You can learn and have fun. Like, every day on the show, I learn a bit. And I hope that the people who are listening learn a tiny bit as well. But, and you know, they're being fake and real. This Even with the roll, even with the pirates. I don't know if there's any fake pirates. Uh, probably not. Okay. But we're looking for staff to work in the store. Very competitive wages. So right now I'm going to Lynn in Stony Creek. <coughs> Lynn, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? I got a little tickle in my throat. I think it's because I talk too much. If you ask my wife, she'll say it's because I talk too much. But go ahead. Okay. Um, 
first of all, I have two uh, crystal champagne glasses. Okay. With the wedding basket on it, I think uh, there's no markings who made them. But from what my real grandmother said, they were made in Germany before 1900. Depends who made them now. See, now we can match. Okay, having a name or a maker like Moser or St. Louis or Baccarat, and sometimes you, it's because you don't know where to look on them. Now, sometimes if you use them over the years, every time you wash them, they'll be what's called acid marked. No, okay? there's nothing like that on them because I don't use them. Okay. Well, well I think I've do? used them once in 50 years. Oh, okay. So but, very... um, uh, I think I used them the first year I was married. And okay. um, my real grandmother, uh, from what she said, uh, I have looked and looked, and there are absolutely no markings of who made this, nothing. Okay. As we get older, and I'm getting older, too, I used to, I look at gold sometimes, I don't see a marking, and I hand it to some of my younger staff and say, here it is, Paul. And the other thing with glass is that you have to put it in the window light, and the acid marks are where they have the glass, and they actually put, they have a stamp that has acid on, which just changes the um, the surface of the glass. They'll usually put in a place you can't see all the time. Now, I also, the way of IDing the glass would be the pattern and how it's made, okay, on what's, what the cuttings are on it. If you send me a picture, I can do it that way. Glass is one of my favorite areas. Um, I used to supply most of the glass to uh, replacements down in the United States, and we sold pieces right up to $5,000. And actually, now I think about it, we sold a punch bowl signed by Hawks uh, for $5,000. This was a number of years ago. But it was a cut glass one. I'd have to see it. The cut glass, well, unless you're going to be Baccarat or uh, St. Louis or Waterford, and Waterford marks all their stuff. And we came from Germany, uh, Moser. Moser glass, it was done by one of the major designers, a glass can be worth $500 a piece. But it all depends what it is. And we have to idea, because think about this way. The Internet's a really big place. And when you're putting it on there, if I say two really cool, cool pieces of glass, I'll get people to look at it, maybe, but they're not going to buy it. If I have someone who collects Moser, and I have Moser, um, Angelique, and someone who collects that pattern is going to see that online, and they're going to buy those pieces. You have to get the information to them, okay? This is why I'm always in favor. If I see the boxes on something, or I see, because uh, that will help me ID it. But you got to remember, it's two-part deal. The person who's collecting, giving you all the money, like some crazy person paying a million dollars for a comic book, and... And no, was here is uh, Amazing Fantasy 15. It is a million dollars. And someone, I'm willing to sell it because I know what it is. And now someone on the other side, I want Amazing Fantasy 15, so I'm willing to pay a million dollars. Then you have a deal. and But we have to have the name. All the correct information has got to be there. Lynn, send me a picture tomorrow. See how I can help you. Okay. And okay. the other thing is, um, my... Uh, Real grandmother, when she was married, got four of these things, and she she's German. Her last name was Christoph. Okay. 
and her parents gave it to her when she was married. And uh, I have no recollection or nothing. She, when uh, I finally found her after 50-some-odd years, um, she uh, gave me these beautiful glasses. I was just so thrilled to get them, but, uh, yeah. And the other thing is, I had... You know uh, something? If these glasses were $500, you'd probably sell them. If they're worth... $10, $10, you probably want to keep the memory. And being old is not always the be-all of all of when you're selling something. You have to have someone who's willing to buy it because they think it's rare and they want it more than anything else and willing to pay the money. Like, we saw this comic book or last week, some a Pokemon card sells for $300,000. It's only 20 years old. <coughs> I mean, what the heck are they thinking? But I have to go because uh, we have to, I'm going to explain our contest next week. I'm going to try and get, I can't get to Lauren yet. Because I have to say a couple of things. Our gold and silver prices I want to give to people. Because people are just being dumb and giving, going to these uh, um, little sales and in, in Legion Hall. So they come into town, give you a big flyer. We will pay more than anything they pay on those flyers. I guarantee it because I've been up to them. There was one this week, a lady I'm going to see, and the story I'll continue next week is they, she was offered 300 then 1000 then $1,700. i am going to see what I'm going to offer this week on the exact same stuff. But the idea, she walked out because she's heard my show, and I say, whenever they offer you one price and then double it and pay a little bit more, you don't know when they're going to start being honest. You really don't know this. We get mm. our best price all the time when we're doing this, okay? And this is important that people, they, they have great, they spend a lot of money on advertising, just like Bell does, okay? But they say they're going to pay for this stuff. There's not a single thing on their flyer that I won't pay more for, okay? Immediately. There's not a single thing. They're saying they're trying to bring, because you'll get there and they'll say, we're paying $200,000 for this, yeah, if it's mint. There is no mint copies. The mint copies probably worth a little over a million, Okay? People do sell them this stuff. So if you've got a neighbor, you've got a friend, <clears throat> tell them you can call me when you're even in the door. If you want, if you make it in there and you get their offer, call me up, 647-298-8989. Probably the most important numbers you got to know. But we're also, okay, gold and silver prices. I know I tell you we get a little bit of a scale. Go to your home hardware. Get a scale. Before you go out, even before you come to me, test me. I don't care. I'm going to stay with my same price. Gold this week was twenty-two eleven. That means ten karat gold, one gram, a little tiny. Find out how big a gram is. They're really small. Twenty-four eighty-seven for one ten karat gram of gold. Fourteen karat gold, thirty-four eighty-three. How much is gold worth these days? That's what I'm telling you. Ten karat gold is twenty is twenty-four eighty-seven a gram. 18, 14 karat gold is $34.83 a gram. For 18 karat gold is $44.78 a gram. So that means if you have 100 grams of 18 karat gold, I'm giving you $4,478. My, my, uh, my dad worked in the I know, hold on, mines oh, up I in Sudbury. Sorry, because and I have to get back. through this, and I'm running. I got eight, 40 seconds left. Silver is we're paying $15 and $10, $15 and 10 cents per dollar. 
If you've got one gram of silver, we're paying 72 cents. Okay, I want you to know this. So if you have 1,000 grams, which is like a tea set, we're paying you $724. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it's engraved to Aunt Ch- you know, Chelsea. We're buying silver plate as well, and I'm going to run out of show before I run out of stuff to say. Again, we didn't get to Hudson's Bay. We didn't get uh, the auction. I bought this week at auction. I bought $6,000 of comics for $263 because it was in the wrong auction. They did not use me to tell them where to put this stuff. Wear a mask. And thank you, frontline uh, workers there. Happy Halloween. And thank you for letting me into your home. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.